Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. <laughs> oh, oh, New York City's New York City's. The Nets 146, the Washington Wizards 149. It's a joke thing. <laughs> Let's talk basketball. I'm Eve Darboos. I'm a Brooklyn Nets fan. I rep the black and white. I love my team. My team don't love me back. Not because of this uh, abysmal defensive performance that we saw tonight. The Washington Wizards basically broke the Nets record for scoring and not only not only did the 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 Washington Wizards give us a drubbing humiliate us basically expose everything that's wrong with the Brooklyn Nets But the Washington Wizards did it on a night that Brooklyn Nets were just kind of looking at each other. Nets fans, rather, were just kind of all looking at each other as best they can. You can look at each other on Twitter like, oh, we signed Iman Shumpert. What the hell? Out of all the problems that you saw that the Brooklyn Nets had tonight, right? Let's let's get to the nitty gritty. Let's let's go there. You tell me how does a team shoot fifty six point eight percent? Basically, shot fifty seven percent. And lose. You tell me, how does a team shoot 52.8% from three and lose? Right? How does a team shoot 81% from the free throw line as a group? After shooting 33%, I mean, 33 free throws. These these aren't good offensive numbers. These are phenomenal 
offensive numbers. And now I'm really going to throw you for a loop. How did we lose this game? Well, we out-rebounded them. 46, 45, excuse me, to 39. Yes. We won the rebounding war. Now, they got more offensive rebounds. They got a lot. Why? 11 to 7. Right. We moved the ball. We we got 33 assists tonight. We played good basketball. On one end. See, defense isn't an aspect of basketball. Defense is 50%. That's why I thought when I first saw the news that the the Nets signed Iman Shumpert, I thought somebody was playing a joke on me. And then I, I looked at all of the reliable sources. And yes, that with the three roster spots that they have left, They've used one on Norvell Pell, like, yes, Bouncy, you know, if he can play anything on the NBA level, it's defense. I'm not so sure. I'm not 100% sold. But, hey, he's 27 years old. Let's give it a shot. This is a, this is a player that's fighting for NBA opportunity. I'll take it. But then the Iman Shumpert side of it, it it messed my head up because there's other reports out there that's saying this happened because Kyrie Irving wanted it. This has all of the ingredients of jacking off a championship. Games like this are warning signs because the Wizards aren't a good team. We're not going to see them in a playoff, I don't think. The Wizards are just abysmal. But if the Wizards could get 149 on you, what do you think teams locked in, teams who are watching film for hours on what you can and can't do. Teams that are the better teams in the league. Who, because they're the better teams in the league, play better defense. What do you think they're going to do? In the playoffs. I know in the playoffs... Kevin Durant's going to play 40 minutes. Kyrie's going to play 40 minutes. Harden's going to play 40 minutes. But at those two other spots, you mean to tell me DeAndre Jordan is the best we could do? 
You mean to tell me that the Joe Harris we saw tonight wasn't a beat-up Joe Harris? Having a ride on, on Rui Hachimura's back basically the whole evening? You know, just like, I listen, Bruce Brown is good. He's a good little player. Solves none of the Nets' problems. We have a point guard. Playing two point guards almost compounds what ails the Nets. But you have to play Bruce Brown because he's the only person on the team that plays any defense. This is embarrassing. And it stinks of all the reasons why Mike D'Antoni teams could never get out of the Western Conference Finals. Barely could get out of the second round. They have basically looked at the defense and said, fuck that. We're not playing any defense. Right? It's like, as we watch these Sean Marks signings, it's like the more we realize that this dude, Sean Marks, is just not seeing what we're seeing. He's He doesn't see a need for anybody that could match up with LeBron. LeBron is not the power forward most of the time for the Lakers. He's the small forward. He's the point guard. What are we doing? You have no length on this team. You have no athleticism. You just have scoring. And I'm sorry, you want everyone wants to blame Steve Nash. I'm not blaming Steve Nash. None of these players are historically good defenders. These players, you knew walking through the door, this player does not defend. That's not what he does. So what are we expecting from Steve Nash? Somehow to make it where Bruce Brown can can post up Robin Lopez? That it even makes any kind of sense watching Rui Hachimura on, on Joe Harris? It's illogical. It doesn't make sense. And and we're all going through this exercise on Twitter trying to figure out who is it that we got to blame? I I guess we got to blame the general manager, and I, I guess that's Kevin Durant. He's picking these players to play with, and none of them could play a lick of defense. That's the old teammates that you could pick out. And don't get me wrong. I love Jeff Green. Jeff Green has been excellent for us. The problem is, Jeff Green is not supposed to be your starting power forward. He's supposed to come off the bench and give you surprise minutes. You're not supposed to be riding him like he's some young thoroughbred. That's not what Jeff Green's of the world do. Jeff Green's of the world comes in, they fill in the blanks, gets 10 to 15 points a night, plays really good defense, 
shores up the holes in, in, in the second team, exploits some 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 bad and, and, and young defenders that's typically on coming off the bench. And keep, you know, hold things down on, on, on the nights that, that Kevin Durant can't play. But because of the way this crazy, this insane small ball that Sean Marks wants to play, we do not have a competent power forward. And he's making no inroads to getting one. And until he does, our defense is going to be ass. You're not winning a championship like this. The reason why I'm mad tonight, the reason why I'm talking loud tonight is because uh, there are opportunities in jeopardy. The Nets are a team who has it in their past that they sold Dr. J, the LeBron of his time. Michael Jordan before Michael Jordan, and they sold him to just get into the NBA and be in New Jersey. They should have stood up to the Knicks. They should have fought the Knicks. But we didn't have the owners with the money or the wherewithal to take advantage of that. So we went to New Jersey. And we basically sold Dr. J for it for money. Years later, John Calipari had an opportunity to work out Kobe Bryant. Bobby Mark said Kobe was the best NBA prospect that he ever worked out. And they didn't draft him because they got scared he wouldn't play. That's that's in this franchise's history. There was a moment in time that the Nets had Vince Carter. And Jason Kidd in their prime. And instead of adding on players, they sold off players to the point that Jason Kidd started having migraines and forced his way off the team. Jason Kidd took the the same team that he forced his way off of to two NBA Finals. And instead of adding players to that, it eventually got broken up. We now have Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden. We had to trade a lot to add more legendary scoring to legendary scoring. We already had 
legendary scoring. We just had to ha add on even more legendary scoring. Averaging 65 in the first half wasn't good enough. For, we have to average 70. We got to be scoring 140 a night. And in all of those machinations and all of those moves and all of the things that just happened, which now I'm on board with because, let, let's face it, James Harden has been incredible. I have to, you know, just eat my words and just go, okay, yeah, you're right. Three superstars is awesome. But what has happened since? And the byproducts of some things that has happened before, the Nets are an abysmal team. How is Landry Shamit doing all right? And this team sucks so bad. Right? I don't even know how that's possible. Cause I, I mean, he's doing exactly what I want from eleven points. He only grabbed one rebound and one assist. Ugh. And he was three of seven. Offense is not the problem. I don't know how this team defends ever. I don't know how this team goes into a playoffs like this. And the crazy thing is I feel confident we could beat the the, the Celtics. I feel confident that the Bucks can't do nothing with us. It's just what happens after that. I don't like the Nets versus the Sixers. I think we could eat by them, though. But this Nets team can't beat the Lakers. They can't. We know it. This Nets team can't. It can't beat the Clippers. We don't have the defense to go with that. They if if that's the way our defense is going to be with Bradley Bill and a bunch of nobodies. What what do you think Paul George and Lou Williams and Paul George What do you think they're gonna do? It's not uh I I don't I I don't understand this I I don't understand this Shumpert signing. They keep saying that he's a good defender. He's not a good defender. His defensive rating was one oh nine. His defensive win shares was point nine point eight, excuse me. 
He's I I, I comb the stats. He there's there's nothing to support Shumpert being a good defender, and he's a if he's bad at defense, he's ten times worse at offense. But we don't need offense. We need size. We need athleticism. Two things that Shumpert doesn't have. What does Shumpert do that Tyler Johnson don't do? What does Shumpert do that that TLC doesn't already do? What does Shumpert do that Joe Harris doesn't do? The Nets' problems are aren't even complicated. It's just this organization does not believe their problem. All right, let's do three things and get up and get up out of here. It is what it is. Uh, I'm gonna start with because. <laughs> player that told the story of this game has to be the Joe Harris pass directly to the Wizards. Joe Harris is a high IQ player. He's a winning basketball player. Joe Harris is a great shooter. He's not in the NBA because he's so athletic. He's so physically gifted. He's so amazing. Joe Harris is in the NBA because he doesn't make mistakes. He's turning the ball over a lot for him. You know, even when he wasn't as good of a player as he is today, he he never turned the ball over like this. Joe Harris is getting beat the hell up. And that pass was indicative of a person, of a player who was was carrying too much, who was too much was sitting on his shoulders. None of this is Joe Harris's fault. That play that I, I, I say that this play is indicative of what this game was because it, it the Nets are overmatched. They're too much of one thing. And half of me enjoys just being able to get buckets in a dominating way the way that we do. It's fun. I love it. But do we want to win? And if we're going to force this out of our role players, these are the mistakes they're going to make. He's Joe Harris looks punch drunk by the end of basketball games because of what they ask him to do because of the players they ask him to guard. He's our small forward most nights. And you know Playing with Kevin Durant is a burden for a player like a, like Joe Harris. It's 
on one end, Durant makes it so easy for you on the offensive end of things. These guys shot 57%. They shot 52% from three. Offense is not the problem. Having another guard perimeter. (laughs) They're destroying the Nets on the inside. All right. Now, I'm going to give you the stat of the night that told the story. Now, I want you to be as angry as I am. So think about this while I give you this stat. On a night that the Nets shot 57% basically from the field. Insane. And shot 52% from three. Our opponent shot 30% from three. 30% from three. Right? We didn't get out-rebounded. We out-rebounded them. We didn't, you know, stagnate the ball. We, We had 33 assists to their 24. Right? Here's where we got beat. The Nets had 34 points in the paint. The Washington Wizards... The Washington Wizards had 72. The Nets signed Iman Shumpert to do what? I'm so angry. If the Nets were going to sign somebody else, I would say, you know, another guard. I would sign another ball handler. You know why? Another phenomenon from tonight that came a close second. Right? It's turnovers. 17 to 7. Right? That's bad. That's glaring. But it doesn't beat 72 points in the paint. To 34. The Nets led this game at by 18 at one point. But there's such a turnstile. DeAndre Jordan. Is abysmal. And I don't care what his numbers say. We all know it. We're all clear. Right? 72 points in the paint. Houston, we have a problem. Harden wasn't going to fix that. Right? Because 
it's that's not what the problem it's it's the in between minutes because even though DeAndre Jordan was not good at defense tonight he still was plus 14 it's the in between minutes it's the small ball minutes Jeff Green, I didn't think he played bad. But he was neg negative 19 tonight. When you paired him with, with Perry, it was just horrendous. Perry was negative 10 tonight. We have problems. Those players we just discussed are problems. And guess what? I don't want to be the dead horse, but I want us focused. I want. I don't want us meandering. Oh, it's, uh, Nash is not calling timeouts and these other things. Dude, what timeout was Nash going to call that was going to stop 72 points in a paint? 72 points in the paint. You know who likes to score in the paint? LeBron. You know who likes to score in the paint? Anthony Davis. You know who's all pretty okay in the paint? Kyle Kuzma. This is crazy. 72 points in the paint. And we signed Iman Shumpert. For what? The player that most typified what went on tonight. I wanted to change my mind. I did. Kevin Durant gave us 37 points, 6 assists, 7 rebounds. When he was on the floor, he was productive. He's a superstar. He's great. But to be able to be that dominating, to be able to just generate offense from your from the aura that emanates from you. This is a special player. And he was special tonight. But we lost. Because we're one-dimensional, the team basically, like, we could lie to ourselves. We could say it's this one or what Joe Harris, you fool. What kind of pass was that? Joe Harris was tired. Joe Harris was beat down. Okay? 
Joe Harris gave you 32 minutes at small forward. Small forward by Kevin Durant's side. The small forwards that are usually by Kevin Durant's side is Roberson, Ibaka, Steven Adams, Tony Allen at one point. I, I don't remember. I'm making stuff up now. Kevin Durant is used to having Clay Thompson next to him. He's used to having DeAndre Jordan next to him. And Sean Marks looking at the team and looking at what we needed and knowing that Kevin Durant has never played with defenders this putrid. And he went and added Iman Shumpert. And some of you Net fans are telling me on Twitter that this was a great signing. Shut up. This was a trash signing. And everything about what happened last night should tell you that. Everything about... Kevin Durant being able to give you that type of performance with Kyrie Irving coming, you know, he didn't have a a, a, a typical Kyrie Irving night. But he didn't disappoint. Joe Harris gave you 30. And y'all and y'all saying he's to blame. Players are being asked to do things that they don't do. And this lopsided team was built by by Sean Marks. That is who is at fault. I'm sorry, Brooklyn. Y'all don't want to hear this, but Sean Marks, none of the players that that Sean Marks compiled are here anymore. So they're not the reason these players came here to play. They came here to play because this is the media capital of the world. This is the coolest city in the country. We're Brooklyn. Yes, we're Brooklyn at, we're Brooklyn at, we're that Brooklyn. These players came here because of the market size and the opportunities that came with it and the ability to play with a with with each other has nothing to do with what the GM did all he needed to do was get cap space any fool could do that now to be a great GM you needed to put the right things around these players and you mean to tell me that the most creativity that you could muster up at hss the most expenses the most the the nasa of basketball domains the best thing that you could do yet with your brain trust is iman shumpert 
we're going to have a lot to talk about New York City. Tonight was demoralizing. Tonight was disappointing. Tonight was a wake-up call. Let's hope Sean Marks t takes it. I'm at Eve Darbuz, at Y-V-E-S-D-A-R-B-O-U-Z-E on Twitter. Let's carry on this Twitter conversation. Let's keep talking basketball. Let's have let's be a high IQ fan base. Let's go. Well, my partner Sam will be back next episode. He's studying and all that, but we will be back. Peace. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.